Hello, and welcome to the Film Pulse Podcast. This is episode number 239. I'm your host, Adam Patterson. Joining me today, Kevin Rakestraw. How are you? I am doing well. Awesome. Is it snowy there? It, yeah, and it's ridiculously cold. Yeah, same here. It's like 20 degrees, snow. It's a mess. Bullshit. It's just a bunch of bullshit outside. Good weekend to stay in and watch some movies. This week on the show, we'll be looking ahead to the releases of 2017, talking about some of our most anticipated releases of the year, maybe throwing in some predictions there. Uh What we think is going to be good, what we think is going to bomb. Wow, I didn't know we were doing predictions. No, I mean, I figured we could sprinkle them in. You know, because there's some pretty high-profile movies that are coming out that I'm sure are not on your list, are not on my list, but bear mentioning. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll see. We're just going to try to put out the feelers and see how this year in cinema is going to fare. Remember, you can join in on the conversation by sending us an email, podcast at filmpulse.net, or sending a tweet to at filmpulse.net. Now, before we jump into the predictions, uh, Kevin, you uh, may not know this, but as of this recording... Film Pulse is celebrating its five-year anniversary. What? We've been around for five years, folks. Uh-uh. Yep. So by who's, the time who's you, your, who's your source? Uh, myself. Oh, okay. I guess I knew it was. Enough. I knew it was January. I knew it was early January. So I went back and looked to see when our very, very first article was published. Oh boy! On, on the site, and it was January eighth. So by the time you're listening to this, it would have been yesterday. It was our five-year anniversary. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone who has visited the site, sent us comments, listened to the podcast over the years. It's been an incredible journey. I want to thank all of the filmmakers who've reached out to us and have talked to us over the years. I mean, we, we really had an opportunity to meet some really incredible people. And I didn't expect that. I didn't expect us to be able to speak to some filmmakers and some really talented artists that I never thought that I would talk to. Yeah. You know, and I think that this, it's truly a gift to be able to, to speak to some of these really creative people. And same goes for the, the publicists. I mean, I don't think people will thank publicists enough, but they really... They really help in situations like that. They really help facilitate things. You know, they they really bend over backwards to try to accommodate you. Like when we went to South by Southwest and took Ryan, I mean, every every year that Ryan goes to South by Southwest, all of the publicists that are there do everything within their power to accommodate his needs with getting him into the screenings and stuff. And I just think it's it's fantastic. I, I really love being able to work within... Yeah, they definitely this industry. They definitely make that uh, that whole process a lot easier. Absolutely, and I want to thank you, Kevin, for sticking with it for this long. <laughs> I'm so surprised that you're still around. Honestly, uh, well, thank you for putting up with my flakiness. It, it, it's okay; it comes with the territory. <laughs> you knew what you're getting into. Ryan's not on this episode, but I want to thank him too from afar. He's he's been a trooper just every single week. I mean, even weeks where I don't have a movie picked out for him and I'm thinking that's not going to happen. He's just always like, you got a movie for me? I mean, he's just 
right there willing willing to go the extra mile. And I want to thank all of our writers, past and present. We've had a lot of really great people writing for the site over the years. And I just want to thank everybody that's contributed to the site. And it's, it's, it's really impressive and it's very humbling to have such a really great crew of people working for this site just basically as volunteers. Yeah. So I look forward to another half decade at the site. We're not going anywhere. Oh, really? We're going to do another five years? Why not? Another I'll just years. do it forever. I don't, I don't have any plans on stopping. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that could stop us is the, the, crip, the crippling financial burden that the site puts on me. <laughs> if you want to help alleviate that financial burden, you can become a subscriber for just a dollar a month at patreon.com slash filmpulse. Figured I'd put in a plug there. Patreon.com slash filmpulse. There's another plug. Let's get on with the show. I thank you all once more from the bottom of my heart. It's it's uh, been a great ride so far, and uh, here's to another uh, the continuing journey of this site. Five years of this. We're gonna be old men doing this, Kevin. We're gonna be old and crotchety, and instead of complaining about movies, we're gonna spend most of the time complaining about aches and pains and. I can do that now. There's going to be a lot more. more there's going to be a lot more noises coming from from us. A lot of more bodily noises, clearing throats and whatnot. Lots of like guttural sounds emanating. Oh, yeah. oh, it's exciting! Can't wait. Yeah. All right. Most anticipated movies of 2017. Well, let's start with you. Oh, we're just going straight to me, huh? Yeah, we'll start with you. What What is your now on mine? Do you have yours? Do you have yours ordered in any way? Nah, not really. I okay. mean, I have some I, that I'm like super psyched about, and then other okay. ones that are just kind of up the interest. All right, because I, I don't really have mine ordered either. Nice. So. All right, let's do it. What do you have for your first one? Uh, I have my first one is a, the new film by Andrew Desumu called Where is Kyra? With, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's got uh, everyone from his last film, Mother of George. So it's got Bradford Young doing cinematography, and it's got uh, Darcy Picole doing the screenwriting. And uh, the thing, the first thing that got me super psyched is that I was a little bit worried that Bradford Young was maybe getting getting too big, getting a little bit too busy, you know, doing Star Wars movies and doing Arrival and stuff like that, that he wouldn't have time to work with Zizumu anymore. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's not the case. So that has me excited. And then second, I'm interested in this one because it's, it's the main character is played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's a good role for her. And it's also got Kiefer Sutherland in there. Oh, love Kiefer. But to some of usually his stories are usually about Africans living in New York city. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see him doing a narrative that's focused on a white woman. Yeah. See how that plays out. So that is, that might be my most anticipated of the year. My list, I have a feeling that my list is going to be a lot different than yours because when it comes to these releases, I really only know the big ones, like the biggies. So there's there's so many releases where it's like, I know that that's like Alex Ross Perry's new movie. Like I know that's yeah. coming out, but I don't know if it's going to be this year. It's premiering at Sundance, but I don't yeah. know if it's going to be actually out this year. So movies like that, I don't. Well, then, I don't. and I think I also have some that are that were like showed up on people's best of. 2016 <laughs> i'm thinking like oh i finally get to see it now like i don't know 
because well, a lot fine. of people put festival titles on there, and it's like, is it actually going to come here at some point in time? I don't know. Who knows? But these are the movies that I'm excited for that yeah. I hopefully get to see in 2017. Why not? Why not put that on there? You know, um, my probably I don't know if it's my number one. It's definitely up there for me. That's Alien Covenant. I'm pretty uh, excited about that one as well. As most of you know, I'm a huge Alien fan. I love the series, and having Ridley Scott go back and do a, a proper Alien movie now that the the trailers the the teasers out now and it looks like it's gonna really kind of go back to the original style of the alien movies uh very dark and very kind of gothic and very exciting i like the cast yeah the cast is good the other thing i like about alien for me personally is because with this movie coming out i'm gonna revisit because it's been so long Seeing, re, re, revisit the original yeah, yeah revisiting the original and probably i'm gonna try and squeeze in the other ones too which that has me excited the prospect of doing that yeah i can endlessly rewatch the alien movies especially one and two i mean they're just oh they're just so good it's been so but long may 19th alien covenant comes out and i'm, I'm really hopeful I, i'm not I'm keeping some reservations because I know, I mean, Ridley Scott's track record, he's known for fucking stuff up. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm cautious okay. about it, but I'm still just beyond excited. So Alien Covenant's probably my number one. Okay. That's a decent number one to have. Man, I hope that's not a bad movie. I know. I know. <laughs> that would suck so much. Uh, I have another, I guess, American Indie. And that would be Catfight, which is the newest film for uh, Owner Tuchel, which is Sandra Oh and Anne Heche just going at it at a glamorous event. Which yeah, also, I read about this one a little bit. Which also has Alicia Silverstone and Titus Burgess. Which I noticed something going through, like trying to pick out films and stuff for 2017. This might be a prediction right here. Alicia Silverstone. Comeback? A comeback in 2017. Because hmm. her name was popping up. And a couple of titles. I was like, I guess she's back. Hmm. Maybe she never really went anywhere. I don't know. I think she was doing some TV stuff. I haven't really seen her in a lot. Yeah. I don't know. That's a pretty bold prediction. Uh, let's see. Next on my list, I have Get Out. That's yeah, the, this is also on my list. The Jordan Peele. You see, you thought our lists were going to be different. Well, I think we're going to have some overlap, certainly. Yes. I think, I think you're going to mention a lot of movies that I'm not aware of. Well, that's good what we want yeah absolutely february 24th this is the jordan peele directed horror film uh i think it's about racism and it looks awesome yeah he visits his girlfriend's cursed estate and they're they're all I, i love that scene in the trailer when he first arrives and he's just looking around and everybody's white like as far as the eye can see, it's just like, wait a minute. I also love that it's Keith Stanfield, mm-hmm. which I, hopefully there's more. We get to see more Keith Stanfield in the coming years. I Something think tells me we. That's we another prediction. More Keith Stanfield. I guess it's not really a prediction. It's just something that I want. Make <laughs> that happen. That hopeful for. <laughs> well, fortunately, Get Out comes out quite soon, and I have. I have uh... I think that people are going to be surprised with that one because I'm sure with Jordan Peele's name being attached, they're going to think that it's going to be this, you know, Key and Peele goofy thing. And I don't think it's going to be that. I think there's going to be 
certainly comedy in there, but I think by and large it's going to be a, pretty much a straight up psychological horror movie, and I'm that that's what has me excited. Yes, it should be interesting, no doubt. Uh, my next one is one that's been out for a while, but it finally got picked up for distribution, and that's Ma by uh, Celia Rolston Hall. So I finally get to see, I've been wanting to see this for like the last two years, I think. And then finally getting, uh, got picked up by Factory 25. So finally making my dreams come true. Cool. So, and the, I think the last thing that she worked on, she was in uh, Ian Clark's A Morning Light. And she was also a movement consultant for the movie that fits. So it's like a modern day envision of uh, Mother Mary's pilgrimage. So kind of on the experimental side. She's Interesting. It's got me psyched. I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Come on now. I'm sure this isn't on your <laughs> list. What, what other podcast has... Could you follow up Ma with Guardians of the Galaxy two, Volume 2? Uh, I, I just what? think it looks awesome. The trailer got me really excited for it. And I really enjoyed the first one. I know you weren't big on it but i had a lot of fun with the first one and i'm really really excited for for the next the next one just thinking about the trailer makes me (laughs) chuckle to myself i haven't haven't seen the trailer for this i guess mostly because i just don't really have the interest this is this is on the top of a lot of 2017 most anticipated lists well it's not on mine good it'd be boring if it was on yours (laughs) what's your next one Oh, what do I follow up Guardians of the, Ga- of the Galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, uh, you know, this is something that we were kind of discussing a little bit earlier. Uh, I'm excited for the movie Raw. Oh, that's on my list too. Which is, uh, that one's, the, you know, I think that was popping up on some people's best of 2016 list. Yeah, that was, uh, that played Fantastic Fest and Sundance. Yeah, which... Uh, I just I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, just I mean the the poster. Oh, the love poster it. is fantastic. The this uh, like the plot line of this, where a vegetarian gets hazed and becomes a bit of a cannibal. Um, yes, please, I'll take that. Yeah, sounds interesting to me. So and then again, that's just another thing where it's like people have been you know you've seen it everywhere and it's just like finally let me see this movie. Yep, totally agree. Very excited for Raw. Uh, I have John Wick 2 on my list. That would also be on my list. This comes out soon, too. This comes out February 10th. This is one where I, f- I feel like it could go sideways. Like, this this might not be good, but I, I want I, it to be good so bad. I have a and feeling it's, that it's not going to be that good. It's definitely I don't. I don't think it's going to stand up to the first one because yeah. the first one was was sort of a lightning in a bottle thing. Like n- none of us went into that movie expecting it to be that good. Yeah. And now that we know who John Wick is and what that movie's all about, I think maybe there's going to be some. Yeah, because eh. that's the problem now. It's now you have expectations. And also one of the one of the interesting things to me about John Wick was that it took place in this this sort of fully realized world that we don't know a whole lot about because when it starts off you're just like oh well it's just kind of modern day but then when once you introduce like the hotel and how there's this whole underworld this like kind of 
uh, almost fantasy underworld thing happening with it. You're just like, oh, this is interesting. See, and that's that's the issue with two is how, exactly. how are they going to handle that? Are they going to get? Are they going to try and explain too much of that, and it's going to get bogged down? Yes, or? I think that's what's going to happen. I think that they're going to dive more deeply into that that world, and I think that it's going to not. I think it's going to not ruin it, but it could kind of um, make make it uh, dilute it a little bit. Yeah, because that that was part of the interesting thing about the first one was the the mystery. But you know, I guess it's kind of a double edged sword because you're by the end of John Wick one, you're yearning for more. You want to know more about this world that they live in. But do, do you, should you? Do you, you yeah. Know? Do you really? Do you really want to know how the sausage is made? Exactly. So I'm I'm uh, I'm hopeful that it's that it's going to be good, but I'm not going to be all that surprised if it's not. Yeah, you just want it to entertain you at the end of the day, though. Yeah, definitely. Please give you that. Uh, follow up John Wick 2 with Person to Person, new one from Dustin Godifa. So he had a short film called Person to Person, which had Benny Cooper Smith in it, which was fantastic. One of my favorite shorts ever. So this, I guess this is just him kind of extending that into a feature. So it's got Michael Sarah, Abby Jacobson, Phil Baker Hall, Benny Cooper Smith is back, Frank Mosley, Buddy Dress, Isaiah Whitlock, David Maloney, and Eleanor Hendricks. And you got cinematography from Ashley Connor. So that one is pretty high up on my list. Too. I, th- I think that's uh, going to be at Sundance, if I'm not it mistaken. It is. It is going to be at Sundance. Get some emails about that one. Yeah, that one uh, definitely has me excited as well. I'm excited for Annihilation, the new Alex Garland film. I, I am also interested in this film. Natalie Portman, about a, I think it's about a biologist that goes to this this crazy island i think it's based on a novel yes by and yes so i'm pretty sure that this is coming out this year no release date on it but very excited for it i love dex machina so it's even got tessa thompson in there too nice and for jason lee oscar isaac yep man that does sound pretty good i think that's gonna be a good one hopefully uh what do i have i have another film that's gonna be shot by ashley connor and that's the miseducation of Cameron Post, which is the new film from uh, Desiree Akaban. Mm-hmm. So that's going to have uh, Grace Moritz alongside Sasha Lane already getting getting work. Getting more work. Got a young girl forced into gay conversion therapy. So Yeah, very interested in this one. I see how uh, Akaban follows up the old sophomore, the old sophomore feature. That's the big one. That's... That's the. That's for all the cabbage. <laughs> all, all of it. All the cabbage. Uh, I have Logan. Logan. I'm really excited <laughs> for this one. This is this is fun. This is fun going back and forth. I'm just. I'm so, such an odd list. <laughs> it is. So excited for Logan. Supposedly Hugh Jackman's last role as as Wolverine. Uh, this comes out March third. There were some, not test screenings, but little preview screenings where press got to see, I think it was like 20 minutes of the movie, and they, they all said it was fantastic uh, and very violent, so I'm very much looking forward to it. I heard that, uh, I also read that he took a huge pay cut to ensure that the movie was rated R. Like, he he volunteered to cut because he really believed that 
the, the final entry should be more darker, more gritty, more violent than the other ones. But yeah, I'm beyond excited for Logan. I think it's going to be really, really good. I hope for your sake. <laughs> Are you interested at all? I mean, it, uh, I don't understand how you can see that trailer and not be like, okay, this looks interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I'm worn out with Wolverine. I mean, I don't even like Wolverine to begin with. He's, oh, God. Uh, he's not a big, I mean. Oh, Jesus. I think like Cyclops is the number one guy that I hate in it. X-Men and Wolverine. Well, yeah, obviously. Like two. <laughs> Number two hated Wolverine. Are you kidding me? Maybe. God, maybe. Just maybe. I could, probably, I could probably come up with like a hundred X-Men <laughs> characters that I hate more than Wolverine. It's just it's just like an oversaturation with Wolverine, I think. I think Because he's the most popular. Yeah. He's the most popular, so you hate him. I think that's the problem. That's a shame. All right. What's your next one? I actually have a big one that did follow your big one. And that's the new Blade Runner 2049. That's on my list. Because you got you got Deacons doing cinematography, and you got Yo Johan Johansson doing the score, which the new directing. Oh boy! The only thing, the only uh, like detriment that I see is Jared Leto being in there. But I think that they can make it work despite him. I think they'll make it work. I'm just hoping that it doesn't cause me to fall asleep within the first 20 minutes like the original Blade Runner does every time I attempt to watch it. Well, I think that's, like, it'd be nice to have a good Blade Runner because Blade Runner's not good. So, I just, I hate that. that that's, that's one of those opinions is that you and I are in complete agreement on, but we definitely go against the grain on we're, that one. We're in the minority. It's yeah. just, it's not a good movie just don't get it. I don't get the Blade Runner love. I think it's the world building that people love. I mean, yeah, I'll give I'll give it that. It is good in that arena. Cuz the visuals in that movie are even when you watch it today you're just it they look incredible. It's but it's I I find it to be for some reason I find that movie to be dreadfully boring. I'm, I'm I just you. I cannot stay awake for that movie. I've seen it multiple times and it's just I, I don't know. I have Friday the 13th on here. I know that this is probably not going to be any good, but I love Friday the 13th. It's probably probably my favorite horror franchise, my certainly my favorite slasher, and the new one is coming out October 13th and I'm just hoping that it'll be good. I don't expect it to be good, but <laughs> I'm really hoping. I love that a lot of this stuff on your list you're like it's not going to be good. Well, this these are my predictions too. I'm folding them in. I'm folding them all in. It is like how you're you're most anticipated. You're like they're not going to be good. That's my <clears> prediction. It, I mean, we're always let down by movies every year. The the big ones, at least, you know, I they the hype gets to me and yeah. I get excited for them, and then ultimately I'm let down. I just love how you're tempering your expectations well in advance. Well, with this one certainly, and there's a couple I, other ones I on my know list too. So. New one. Yeah, it's uh, it's in the works. How many? If I were to if I were to sit down and say I'm gonna watch the Friday the Thirteenth series, how much how much how much time would I have to devote to that? I think there's titles? a I think there's eleven of them. Okay, I think this is number then. twelve, maybe. It might even be thirteen. Because I'm, I'm pretty that. sure Jason X was the tenth entry, and then there was a reboot, and then this one. So I think it's the twelfth, but it could also be the thirteenth. I might be missing one in there. It's a lot of Fridays. Yeah, I did a year, few years ago. 
I did a marathon where we watched the entire series up until Jason X over the span of two days or three days. I mean, we just, it was just all day, Friday the 13th. It was amazing. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, my next title is um, Tormenting the Hen, which is the new film from uh, Teddy Colitos, which has me pretty excited. Big fan of his work. I have Dunkirk. Dunkirk? New Nolan. I saw the uh, the trailer for this, and I think I fell asleep during the trailer. The first trailer that they came out with, the first little teaser that's like 10 seconds long, was amazing. The second teaser that they came out with, the longer one that you saw, probably yeah. was uh, not not as great, but I'm still really excited for this. I think that... Nolan doing a war movie is going to be interesting, like a big war movie. I think also after this, moratorium on World War II. Like, is just... it World War II? I thought it was yeah. World War One. Nah, it's World War II. Is it? Yeah. Let's, just, let's stop. Let's take a little break. Yeah. We, well, can come back. we can come back to it in like 2019, 2020 maybe. What do you say? I agree. I don't know. For whatever reason, Dunkirk just isn't, I know, and I'm wondering if it is the World War II thing. I'm kind of at that point now where you say World War II, and I just I immediately start sleeping. I'm uh, I'm getting there with westerns. Yeah, too. The, with the I'm, western I'm starting, start, Yeah, I'm starting to get there with the westerns. They need to cool it on the westerns. Calm it down with the westerns, guys. I agree. There's a lot of World War II movies, but I haven't seen one in quite a while. So that's true. I, I don't mind. It's like I didn't see Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah. And it's funny because I just looked at my list. And my next film is has has World War Two in there too. <laughs> nice, <laughs> hypocrite. <laughs> exactly, uh, which is Mudbound from D. Rees, newest film since. Um, well, I guess no, she did have Bessie in between Pariah and this one. So this is about two men having difficulty with life after World War Two in Mississippi, dealing with racism. It's got uh, Carrie Mulligan. Jason Mitchell, Rob Morgan, Mary J. Blige. A big fan of Pariah, so. Nice. Look forward to Mudbound. That one sounds good. Uh, sticking with that, I have Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh, really? There's a new Star Wars. Yeah. Believe it or not, directed by Ryan Johnson. Cinematography by your boy Bradford Young. Oh, my goodness. What a wonderful time. Nothing What's more to new? say. We, we, we'll talk about this plenty, plenty, plenty in the weeks to come, but... Uh, Obviously, I'm excited for it. I was a big fan of Rogue One. I liked Episode Seven, so naturally, that, I'm gonna immediately it, go to this one. Are they gonna like announce a subtitle for this one, or are they just sticking with? They haven't episode? yet. I'm sure they will, but because they all have subtitles, but I don't know. Yeah. To my knowledge, there is no subtitle yet. Okay. It doesn't come out till December fifteenth. I should also mention that Dunkirk comes out July twenty-first. I like how you have the dates for these. I do. I have the dates for almost all any of them that have release dates because I was like, you know what? I tr- I want to try to only put movies that I know are coming out this year. 2017, we're going to be professional. Well, at least you are. <laughs> and then Kevin's yes. got he's got these crazy <laughs> festival movies that aren't going to be out for 5 years. Oh, I hope not. I hope that's <laughs> not how it works out. Yeah, like they never get picked up for distribution ever. Uh, which would be sad. Uh, another movie, and then, again, this one, I guess it, it should, I guess I could just click on the release dates on IMDb and 
make sure. But another one I'm pretty excited for is Colossal, which I don't... It's coming out this year. That's okay. on my list. Good, because I'm pretty stoked about that. That's, I read some mixed things about it. I read some good things and some bad things. But overall, I'm very excited. And I I still want to like the movies of Nacho Vigalando. And well, this, I mean, one, this got, one looks... It's got an interesting cast. The idea sounds interesting. It should be good. The thing, the thing that I'm a little hesitant about is that I think that it's supposed to be some sort of metaphor for alcoholism. And this is something that I feel like that's been done to death. And I'm just kind of tired of that whole thing where it's like, oh, well, a, a big monster or a ghost or something is representing addiction. And it's like, uh, come on. Why can't it just be a fucking monster? Why does it have to have some sort of big symbolism behind it? We'll just ignore the metaphor. You know what I mean? Like, be the author of the film. I, you know, I tried to do like that. It's a monster. It's just there, a monster. It's there was a metaphor. movie that... There's a movie that came out uh, earlier, earlier this. Year. It came out. It came out a couple, maybe a month ago. Called it was called a monster. It was the one with um, uh, oh, yeah. what's her name, Zoe was, uh, Kazan. Yeah, and I, I knew that was one of those going into it. So I tried to You're do just... that. I tried to separate it, but there's just no way. Like it was just so apparent and in your face. I was just like, I can't, I can't avoid this. Just, just rock back and forth and be like, it's just and, a monster. It's just and the worst thing is the movie wasn't even bad. It was a pretty good movie. But just for me, I was just so tired of that shtick. Yeah. It's always got to represent something. It's got to be representative. Some sort of struggle. I mean, e- even under the shadow. Like, even that one got under my skin a little bit about. I mean, it wasn't addiction, but still. Yeah. I hear you. Another title, which I don't really know too much about this one. And God knows if it's going to come out in 2017, but I'm hoping it does. That's uh, Greek yogurt, which is the newest from Nandan Rao. Don't really know too much. All I know is it's got Ian Clark doing the editing, and it also has the two guys from his other feature, Hawaiian Punch. The two mm-hmm. guys that were featured in that are in this one as well. So hopefully I get to learn more about that one. But that, that one has me pretty excited. I have a cure for wellness. This is the upcoming Gore Verbinski one. Yeah, that's a messed up trailer. Yeah, that's what has me excited about it. Very, very into this one. Comes out February seventeenth, so that one's pretty close. Right as around well. the corner. Yeah, I am. I'm kind of excited for that one too. It, it at least has piqued my interest. I'll say that. I like the visual style of that one, where it's. Mod, it, well, even it almost looks like it's set in some sort of near future, but the the wellness center or whatever looks like some kind of crazy fifties sanatorium or something. This, I, I with that title, I always think of that that other movie, which I can't remember the title of. The Road to Wellville. Yes. <laughs> with Matthew Broderick. Yes. Bridget Fonda. Oh God, they used to play with Comedy Central all the time. And I never understood why. That was a weird movie. Because that was I a very odd it. movie. I never found it to be funny. Well, and, I, very... and, I remember, and I remember watching it numerous times, just like trying to find the comedy. Because it, it baffles me. It's a film that's that a, baffles me. That's a movie that doesn't really play well on TV because it's very R-rated, that movie. Oh, really? And yeah, so I imagine that it was 
there were significant cuts. Maybe that's why it's so baffling to me. If I saw like the the way it was intended, I would I would not bother. <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that much funnier. Hmm. Well, it, I don't know. This guy on IMDb says very funny screwball comedy. So, well, then I guess we need to go by what that guy says. Back Road to Wellville is one of the best comedies ever. Back in 2004, that's what he thought of it. So maybe it's time to revisit The Road to Wellville. Uh, well, we already kind of hinted at this movie, and that's Golden Exits, the new one from Alex Ross Perry. Uh, I'd be surprised if it, well, it could come out this year, I guess. He's he's a big enough meme that he's getting kind of quick turnarounds on his films now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. I see, I want because like the chart on him, the little the bar on my my bar graph that I have in my mind, it's traveling down with Alex Ross Perry. Yeah, so, same here. This one just puts a puts a kink in that and starts going back up. There was a little tick up for his role in the movie Joshi. Okay. Uh, he, he he didn't write it or direct it or anything. He was just acting in it, but I was a big fan of that. So. It was enough to tick it up a little bit. A little bit. Little notch. All right. I have Kong Skull Island. Watch out. Pretty excited about this one. I didn't, I didn't think I would be. I'm not a huge King Kong fan. I wasn't a big fan of the Peter Jackson one, but this one definitely piques my interest. I like the visual style of it. Oh, I like the. Watch the Tom Hiddleston again. I like. Uh, yeah, you do. Damn it. You were just raving about the night manager. I know, but he's the worst part of that. Isn't he the night manager? (laughs) Yeah, he is. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta gotta look at him the whole time. I'm very excited for Skull Island. I think it's it's gonna be cool. I like that it's set in the 70s. It's got Sam Jackson in it. John C. Riley. John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman. Brie Larson. All about that cast. Shea William in there? Yep. All right. March 10th. Mark it down. One to look forward to. Uh, I have uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which is the newest one from Martin McDonald, which is Francis McDormand taking on a police department after a daughter is murdered. And it also has uh, Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson, Peter Dinklage. Ooh. So, oh boy. That one sounds good. I'm pretty stoked about that. And What's I'm, up with I, that title, though? I, I, that was... That's the thing that I was like, wow, they're, re- they're going to let him keep that title? I feel like that's got to be a working title. There's something tells gonna me that's, let... that's going to get a change. I don't know. I'm, really, I'm kind of hoping that they let him keep that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that title. I might, that might be uh, a nominee for worst title of the year. Kind of like it. I'm interested in these three billboards. I'm already thinking, like, what could the three billboards be? I guess I am interested, <laughs> but still... Why don't you just call it three billboards? Maybe that's what they'll whittle it that's down more, to. That's more mysterious. Because it's like, what? Three billboards? It's a Francis McDormand getting revenge on the But I don't know. I like police. the specificity of outside of Epping, Missouri. Because you're already telling me where it's at. I know that it's in Missouri now. Even more so, I know it's in Ebbing. But it's like going just outside of Ebbing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I feel bad for whatever town that they are in. Yeah, you know, because... You yeah, wouldn't say, <laughs> yeah, they're not even good enough to get called out directly. It's just outside of Ebbing. So Ebbing is apparently better than this place. It's like all the times when people ask me what town I grew up in, and I say, it's just above Baltimore. 
Is that how you answer? <laughs> a lot, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I have Ghost in the Shell on my list. March 31st. Uh, it, um, again, this is one that I'm hoping <laughs> is going to be good. Uh, definitely from the trailers, I'm, I'm kind of into it. I was a big fan of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, I'm not a, a super fan of Ghost in the Shell like a lot of people. Uh, I liked. I remember liking the movie. However, I haven't seen it in so many years that I remember very little. Fortunately, they are re-releasing the movie, the the animated movie on Steelbook. Uh, there's a Steelbook Blu-ray coming out, and I believe they're sending me a copy. So I'm gonna hopefully refresh myself with the the animated movie. But I'm pretty excited for the for this one. I'm I'm hoping that it's that it's gonna be good. It look it. At least looks visually appealing, but again, mm. tempering, Fine. tempering the expectations. Watch that anime. I think that's not, it's, that's something I want to do this year too. More watch anime? Some, yeah, watch. I would like anime. to do that too. Maybe maybe we can uh, try and do something. Do something get, with that. Get a little more focus on the anime there. There's a shit ton of anime though. Absolutely. I think I think that's the thing that keeps me at arm's length right now, is because it, it's it seems a bit overwhelming. There's just far too many titles. Yeah. Just try and pick one. Maybe I'll just rewatch uh, Fully Cooly instead. There you go. Samurai Champloo, have you watched? Did you watch that one? Bits and pieces of it, yeah. I One of the things, it's funny that you mentioned this, because just the other day I was thinking to myself, I'm going to start watching Cowboy Bebop. Because yeah. I've, seen, I've seen tons of those, but I never like sat down and just... Fully got watched, into it. Watch the whole series. Like they've, I've seen. Yeah, I remember. Maybe you used to watch that. That was a pretty good. Show. Great show. Yeah. Solid stuff. Solid stuff. Same guy that did that did uh, Cowboy Bebop did Samurai Champloo. I think you would like Samurai Champloo. Very interesting. I think I do remember liking what I what I did see. I think I might only seen you know like two or three. That one's you have to watch it from the beginning because it is from the outset. Uh, yeah, because it's. An overarching story. Okay. Next on your list. Next on my list is the killing of a sacred deer. Okay. That, that Lanthimos. Yeah. Teenager yep. trying to bring a, a surgeon into his dysfunctional family. <sighs> Man, wonder how that's gonna play out. Probably hilarious and weird. This one's on my list as well. I'm I'm always down yeah. for some Lanthimos. And guess who's in that? Alicia Silverstone. See. Oh really? Yep. Interesting. Watch out. Your Silverstone. Quite interesting. I have Baby Driver on my list. This is the new Edgar Wright film coming a, out August 11th. What's this about? What's this whole thing about? I don't Tell know. a little bit about this Baby Driver. I don't know anything about it. Oh, okay. I don't want to know anything about it. All I need to know is that it's <laughs> Edgar Wright, and that's it. Edgar Wright, I'm on board. Stacy, John Hamm, Jamie Foxx, Ansel Elgort. I like him. According to the synopsis, after being coerced into working for a crime boss, a young getaway driver finds himself taking part in a heist doomed to fail. Mm. Kevin Spacey? I think I said that. Oh, did you? Sorry. <laughs> did you say Lily James? I didn't say Lily James. Did you say Flea? I didn't say Flea. I didn't scroll down that far. Okay. Oh, there you go. There's a couple Flea. more for you. Is Flea making a comeback? One could only hope. Watch out. After his performance in Dudes, hell yeah, I want to see more Flea. And Back to the Future, too. Mm-hmm. 
underrated actor right there. The year of Flea and Silverstone, calling it. He is actually not bad. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He, he was in that one. Uh, he was in that one with. Uh, was it called the Chase with with uh, Charlie Sheen? Anyway, what do you have on your on your list? Yeah, you were right. He played Dale in the Chase. Ah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Who could forget Flea is Dale in the chase? Oh, well, I remembered it. From 1994. Uh, the other one on my list is The Bad Batch. That's on my list, got too. Our, got ourselves another cannibal story. I guess cannibals are going to be a thing. This one seems interesting, though, because it's like a whole town of cannibals. It's a whole community. It's a community. It's a cannibal community. Hell yeah. This is the one from Anna Lily. I'm a poor, the director of Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Got Jim Carrey, Giovanni Ribisi, Keanu Reeves. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. Look, it's going to be awesome. There's no release date for this one yet, unfortunately. But I have a strong feeling it's it's done. It's already been at festivals. So I have a strong feeling it's going to yeah. be out sometime this Got year. It. Got to be coming out. <clears throat> I would just like to point out that I clicked on The Chase. That's a very generic title. I now know what this movie is, and I used to fucking love this movie. Yeah, that's that's why I remembered because it used to play on TV a lot. Yeah, and that movie was the best. Yeah, I wonder if it holds up. I I highly doubt it. <laughs> highly doubt it. <sighs> I'm gonna have to give it a try. I think I'm gonna give it a try. My next one is one that I'm still a little unsure of, but it's Ben Wheatley, so I'm gonna give it a shot. That's, that's Free Fire. This one looks like it could be fun. The whole movie is one shootout in one location, and I, I like—I kind of like that idea. Yeah, it looks—it looks like it could be a good time. Yeah, it's—it looks like it's kind of goofy and very seventies, and it, I think it'll be pretty fun. This comes out March seventeenth, so uh, that one's pretty—we're pretty close to that one. I like the poster for that one a lot too. Oh man, what do I have? What do I got? Oh, uh, the new Matthias. Pinero, hopefully that will finally come out. But he has an issue of getting distribution in the U.S. But again, one of those films that I've seen on a lot of people's 2016s. <clears throat> so hopefully, hopefully it comes our way. I have Train Spotting Two. Ooh, this is probably up there, number number one or number two most anticipated for me. This comes out March 3rd in the U.K. I don't know when it's coming out here, yeah. but. Oh man, I am so excited for this. Train Spotting remains one of my all-time favorite movies. It's one of those movies that got me into loving film and I just I know that Danny Boyle's not really been he hasn't really been doing it for me lately, but this one I just I really can't wait. Hopefully it works out. I hope it works out. The thing that concerns me a little bit and I hope that this is just because it's in the teaser trailer is it looks like they're going back to a lot of the jokes that were so iconic in the original one and kind of replaying those jokes. Oh, boy. So I don't know how that's going to work out, but I'm hoping that it's just because of the, the it's the teaser and they're trying to get people amped up for the return of this movie. Because it's been, my God, how long has it been since the original one came out? 20 years? 49 years. <laughs> it's been, I feel like it's been at least 20 years. I'm pretty sure it has. But yeah, Train Spotting Two, or as it, as they call it, T Two colon Train Spotting. <laughs> Not into that, but that's a god awful title. Uh, another movie that I have no idea if it's going to come out in 2017 is Dark Glasses. 
which is the new film by Claire Denis with the Depardieu in Benoche. So hopefully I'm just, I think I'm setting myself up for disappointment that I like think... all my anticipation, none of them are going to come out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one's slated to come out this year. It's just going to be me sitting sad, waiting for movies to come out and they never do. All right. I have Thor Ragnarok on here. I knew you would. Of course. I'm, I wasn't the biggest fan of the, the Thor movies. They were okay. They were fine. I enjoyed them enough. But the only reason you're watching this one is because of the director, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If it was anyone else, you'd be like, eh. And I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't watching it a little bit because of the logo, the title logo, because it looks awesome. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping it'll be cool. I think it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Taika Waititi can do with a a big comic book movie like this. And I'm hoping that his style bleeds through onto this. I really hope that Thor is like in the middle of a battle and like some New Zealand kid just comes out and he has to take care of this New Zealand kid and they just go on fun adventures. That'd be great if that's where he took it. You know, like a nine-year-old New Zealand kid came out. Do you want to see my Michael Jackson dance moves? <laughs> it was just those two. Him being Thor, carrying around that hammer, and just going on fun adventures. I just, yeah, I just want to see a lot of goofiness, a lot of crash zooms, a lot of just a lot of silly stuff going on in this one. And Loki keeps trying to like cause mischief and shit, but Thor's too busy with this kid. So he doesn't have any time to fight Loki. The synopsis so, came out this week, but I I didn't read it. I don't know anything about it. I think I think it involves Thor and Loki actually having to team up for something, but I don't know. Damn this it. comes out November third. I really hope it goes my way. I think my way is a better movie. Uh, maybe. I'm pretty maybe, sure my maybe, way. Maybe is maybe they'll 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 do it that way. I really hope so. Uh, I have nothing else on my list. Okay. Petered out there. I have uh, I have a few things here. Uh, I have anti-porno. This is the new Shin Sono movie. I almost put this on my list. Almost. Seems very strange. It comes out January 28th in Japan. Mm. I have XX. I'm a little interested in. This is the female-led horror anthology oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it comes out February 17th. I'm slightly interested in, in The Dark Tower. Comes out July 28th. That's the uh, new Stephen King adaptation. Ooh. It's got a lot of really cool people in it. Including... Yeah. Yep. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. What? Yeah. Kingsman sequel. I was a big fan of the, the first one. I'm an unabashed fan of the first Kingsman movie. You lost your goddamn mind? This comes out October 6th. All I know is Colin Firth is back, and that's all I need. That's all you need? Yep. I have the masterpiece. This is the one with James Franco and Seth Rogen about the the making of the room, the Tommy Wiseau movie. This one just seems like such an odd an odd movie, and I'm all I'm all about that. Directed by James Franco though, so it's gonna be garbage. Obviously, it's gonna be temper- garbage. obviously tempered expectations. Death Note. This is the adaptation, the American adaptation of the anime. This is directed by Adam Wingard, so. I loved the anime, so I'm, I'm really interested to see how we uh, ruin it. Ooh, Keith Stanfield. Watch out. Goon Last of the Enforcers. I was a big fan of the original Goon, and I am very excited for this one. 
Jay Baruchel directed this one as well as wrote it. So this will be his directorial debut. How to Talk to Girls at Parties. This is the new John Cameron Mitchell. He's the director of Short Bus, which I was not a big fan of Short Bus. But this one seems interesting. It's about an alien that comes to Earth in the 70s. And and, yeah, it's with, uh, I think, Nicole Kidman's in it. And um, Neil, Neil Gaiman story. Yeah. What? Yes, it seems very odd. I'm, I'm interested. I, in just, I was going by the title because I kept seeing it pop up everywhere, and I'm like, no, I'm obviously yeah. not interested in that. But man, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, mute, uh, mute. This is the new Duncan Jones one. It's coming out on Netflix this year. Nice. The one with Paul Rudd and um, Alexander Skarsgård. It's kind of a futuristic sci-fi movie. Quite interested in that. Brad's Status. This is the new Mike White film. I don't know too much about this one, uh, except the synopsis, which is a father takes his son to tour colleges on the East Coast and meets up with an old friend who makes him feel inferior about his life choices. (laughs) I just love that. It's with Michael Sheen and Ben Stiller. It's Yeah, I feel like uh, there's been a, a serious lack of Mike White in my life recently, so I'm excited you're for hoping, that. You're hoping that this is going to fill the void for you? Yeah, definitely. A Futile and Stupid Gesture. This is the um, National Lampoon biopic, the one that's directed by oh, David, yeah. David Wayne. That's also going to be on Netflix. Uh, really excited about that one as a lover of the National Lampoon. And a lot of really great people in it, too. I just want to see these actors portraying these other actors. I think it's going to be interesting to see like Joel McHale playing Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Finally, this is not, I'm not that excited for this one, but uh, take it off your list. uh, It's called Bushwick. And I'm, I'm I'm mildly interested in this for one reason only. And that's because Aesop rock does the score. Oh, that is interesting. I didn't even know that. This is with Dave Bautista. And it's it sort of sounds like um, almost a uh, what you call it uh, Red Dawn situation. Oh, okay. But it's instead of Russia, it's Texas. Like yeah. Tex- Texas secedes from the United States, and a civil war breaks out, and this takes place in Bushwick, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, so. which man, Texas making its way the whole way up to Bushwick. Yeah, I know. I don't know about that. It's an odd place for a battle. I have a number of friends that live in Bushwick, so I hope they're okay. I hope it has uh, a lot of very Bushwick-centered comedy. Little jokes. That'd be like, great. Like little in-jokes that only people that live there will understand. <laughs> only people in Bushwick will get. Like various various train delays and schedules and things like that. Yeah. Was it like they re- like they really focus on that? Yeah, like jokes about that one specific corner store and the cat that lives there. Yeah. I really hope that that's the route they go. I hope so, too. A couple that are coming out that didn't make it anywhere close to my list, but I thought were interesting. There's an Animal Crackers movie coming out. Yeah, let's go through the... Yeah, I was looking for movies to add, and I saw that there is is literally an Animal Crackers movie that's coming out. A family must use a magical box of Animal Crackers to save a rundown circus from being taken over. By their evil uncle, Great yeah. P. Huntington. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? There's, Don't there's, uh, yeah, there's some good people in it. Emily Blunt, but, Danny DeVito, 
Danny DeVito plays Chesterfield, which I really hope is the lion. Yeah, Ooh. maybe. Sylvester Stallone plays Bullet Man. Bullet Man? Bullet Man. <laughs> I don't remember an animal cracker being in the shape <laughs> of Bullet Man. Uh, I hope that that's like a new one that they created just for the movie. It's just a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that. Remember the tick? There was a character called the human bullet. And like every episode, it was like a running gag where he he has he gets in his can and he goes, fire me, boy. And his son <laughs> fires it and he just smashes into the wall. Uh, I missed the tick. I know. So do I. Well, they, they, re, they redid it. It's on Amazon. The live oh, yeah? action one. There's a oh, new live wow. action tick. I don't want live action. No, neither do I. Come on. It's ridiculous. Um, I have Stronger. This is the new, new movie by David Gordon Green. I uh, yeah, this didn't make it on my list because it's about the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. Oh my goodness! And it's about detectives trying to track down the the perpetrator. And I just I read that and I'm like, didn't we just have a movie come out a couple days ago about the same thing? And yeah, I don't know about that. No, no. And no. I'll end off on one uh, Cult of Chucky. Which was announced. It's a new child's play movie. I figured that that would show up on yours. No, it's it's definitely not on my most anticipated, but I'm curious to check it out. Don Mancini's back, uh, writing and directing, so I'm hoping that it'll be it'll be cool. The the thing that I like about the child's play movies is that they're obviously not they're not all great, but they they definitely stick to their guns. They never. They use very little CG. It's all still animatronics, actual puppets. They always have Brad Dorif come back as the voice of Chucky. There's just there's certain things that they do with that series that I feel like they never they never fully sell out. Gotcha. So what are you thinking about 2017 overall? Uh, this is like this is always my favorite time of the year. I gotta say because you know you, you're anticipating so many movies and there's so much excitement. And then you even know that on top of those movies that you're already excited about, you know, there's going to be like 50 sometimes well, yeah, that you don't even s- know about yet that you exactly. get jazzed up about at some point in the year. And you haven't been disappointed by anything yet. So it's a good feeling. Full of hope and optimism exactly. at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to be a pretty stellar year. I mean, every year is good. Let's be honest. I don't think there's ever really been a year where they're like, no good movies came out. Yeah. Damn, I mean, that these, sucked. These days when you have 9,000 movies coming out every year, yeah, you're... it's every year is a good year. Yeah, I think exactly. That, I think it's like the same with uh, with video games these days. It's it's entered the same realm where you can't really say it was a bad year because there's always you know at least 10, 20 gems that, that come out. And I think that 2015 was better than 2016 just for me personally, but 2017 looks to be a, a powerhouse. There's a lot of stuff. And I didn't even mention a lot of the big ones. Like, uh, I think I, did I mention Spider-Man homecoming? I think I, no. I didn't mention that one. Damn it, I thought we'd get through an episode without talking about goddamn Spider-Man. It looks great. I can't wait. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's fucking ridiculous. So I think that the 2017 is going to be fantastic. And, and these are just the ones that we know about. I mean, there's, there's going to be, like you said, there's going to be a ton of movies like indies and things that come out under the exactly. radar. Exactly. Cause you got all 
you know, just think of all the festivals where you're going to have all these first time directors that, yeah. you know, no one really knows about yet right now. Yep. And we're going to be covering slam dance in just a couple of weeks. And there's, those are all first time directors. So you're going to find something in there. And I got to say so far from what I've seen of slam dance, just the trailers that have been released and reading about some of the movies, there's, this looks like a good year uh, for indies too. Oh yeah. So exciting, exciting time. Yeah, definitely. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. Next week, we'll be back to a normal format and we'll be doing the watch lists and all of that stuff, reviewing some stuff. Uh, until then, thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net and at filmpulsekevin. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse, and consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw, my name's Adam Patterson, and we'll see you next week. 